This is a podcast from BFM 89.9, The Business Station. BFM 89.9, The Business Station. My name is Rich Bradbury and welcome to Tech Talk this morning, where I'll be speaking with a key player in the financial technology landscape. Our guest today is Jason Siu. He is the general manager at Zendit Malaysia, a fintech unicorn making waves in Southeast Asia with a simple, swift and secure payment solution. Zendit recently stepped into the Malaysian market, earning endorsement from Panjana Capital and now sets its sights on enhancing financial inclusivity, especially amongst low-income groups, the elderly and rural communities who currently depend heavily on cash transactions. We'll be delving into Zendit's vision for 2023, the unique challenges and opportunities in the Malaysian market, and their ambitious strategies for expansion. We'll also be exploring how their payment gateway offers a one-stop solution for small to medium businesses, enabling them to thrive digitally without heavy costs. A unique aspect we'll also uncover is their capacity to enable transactions in various Southeast Asian currencies, effectively breaking cross-border barriers for local merchants. With a focus on filling that digital divide, accelerating digitalization and augmenting financial inclusivity, Zendit is poised to be a bit of a game changer. Welcome to the show, Jason. Thank you very much for joining us this morning. Good morning, Richard. Thank you very much for having me here. I'm really excited. (laughs) It's my pleasure. Now, there's so many words I'm throwing out there in that introduction. We're hearing unicorn, we're hearing game changer, we're hearing endorsements. It's all sounding very, very exciting, Jason. How do you feel at this point? I think uh, Malaysia being a key market in Southeast Asia and the region, right? It complements Mm. its offering as a one-stop shop in the region. Right? right, because Southeast Asia is really different. The language, the local market, the geography. So you really need to know to speak the local language to be able yeah. to really access these markets. And that's where Zendit comes in to help to fill the gap. Right, right, right. Um, having lived here for some time, I understand that as well. But let, let's jump straight into it then. So you've recently expanded into the Malaysian market. Um, Can you provide us some insights into the primary drivers behind this move and what Zendit hopes to achieve in the Malaysian market in 2023? I think for Malaysia, we are a bit lucky because uh, so far the market with the Bank Dangara, they have done a very good job in Malaysia. But we Mm -hmm. feel that there's still gaps to address, right? And we're looking to how to move it forward. Uh, in terms of not just domestically, right, in Malaysia, but we're also looking at how companies in Malaysia can move beyond Malaysia uh, Mm -hmm. immediately to move into Southeast Asia and then beyond Southeast Asia. Mm -hmm. Just to kind of rewind a little bit, you say there are you identified gaps. Can you elaborate a little bit on what you think those gaps are? I think a lot of our focus in Malaysia has been given to B2C thus far, right? And not many people are looking at the B2B segment, for example, which is also trying to go digital to be more efficient, right? So these are some of the examples that we're looking at. Of course, in the B2C segment, there are also places to innovate, to grow, to make it better. Right. Digitalization seems to be that word that doesn't seem to be going away right now. You know, uh, I, last year seemed to be the word, the, the phrase was pivot and digitalization. Uh, now we've moved into AI. That seems to be the, you know, the key word right now. Um, but let's continue talking a little bit about your expansion. Um, 
you invested in a local fintech player, uh, PayX. Now, can you kind of elaborate on how this partnership will strengthen your position and enhance your service offerings? I think PayX is an interesting story. So what mm. happened was that we find that they had a like-minded culture with us, right? And we love what they're doing to serve Malaysian SMEs. Just to give you a quick example, uh, they have a program, a plan that allows you to get started with zero upfront costs and zero fees, right? Yeah. So they offered that to the market where traditionally there is a setup fee or a startup fee. So that is something that uh, aligns with us, with Zendit, right? To mm. you know, kickstart things for startups, right? And mm-hmm. that gives us confidence in having ZPX as a partner with local knowledge and right. to understand the local market and the problems. So to kind of um, go back to what you were saying before, you basically speak the same language. Yes. Right. Okay. And that leads me nicely onto this next question about, you know, some of the unique challenges you might face here in the Malaysian market. I've lived here long enough to know that there are, um, th- there can be difficulties, whether or not it's a language barrier, a cultural barrier. Often you'll go and see a movie and there's three different subtitles underneath. You know, what are some of the unique challenges that Zendit is facing here in Malaysia right now? I think it's really that uh, the rapid development of technology and e-commerce, it has removed a lot of barriers to do business regionally and even globally, right? Mm. So the challenge is how do we then enable businesses to facilitate trade easier, faster Mm -hmm. and better, right? Mm. And solving payment is a key part of that, right? Because when you do a business, ultimately you need to get paid in some way, shape or form. So I think some of the challenges we face in the past is differentiating our brand, to provide a unique value proposition and navigating limitations of the existing infrastructure. Mm-hmm. Now, earlier you spoke about how you you feel as a bank Nagara have done a great job so far, um, and I want to talk about um, that payment landscape we have here in Malaysia and how it might differ from other Southeast Asian countries. And have you needed to adopt or adapt different strategies uh, for these differences? I think, uh, yes, you we have to adapt. But uh, like I said, Malaysia has relatively mature payment infrastructure, uh, which to us, it's an abundance of Lego bricks, right? So we're right. giving a bunch of bricks and it's up to us on how we build for the market, right? So mm-hmm. the good part is that there is the bricks. It's just a matter of enabling use cases and building something for our merchants. So mm-hmm. this makes Malaysia an ideal launch pad for startups and businesses, right? Uh, as an example, we are able to support early wage access startups as we offer real-time disbursement via API in Malaysia, right? Mm-hmm. And we've also recently introduced support for credit card installment programs, uh, supporting cards issued by nine banks in Malaysia online, right? So these mm-hmm. are something new, right? And it allows mm-hmm. for new use cases. Mm-hmm. Okay, Jason, let's take a short break here. It feels like a natural break in our conversation. I'm on the phone with Jason Sue. He's the general manager at Zendit Malaysia, a fintech unicorn, of course, making waves in Southeast Asia with a simple, swift and secure payment solution. Stick around, of course. I've got more questions uh, for Jason. Don't go anywhere. You're tuned into Tech Talk here on BFM 89.9, the business station. Begin Free Malaysia, BFM 89.9, The Business Station.
BFM 89.9, the business station. My name is Rich Bradbury. This, of course, is Tech Talk here on BFM. I'm on the phone with Jason Su. He is the general manager at Zendit Malaysia. They are a unicorn making waves here in Southeast Asia with their simple, swift, and secure payment solution. Jason, let, let's just move on. Um, now, how does your integrated payment infrastructure enable businesses to scale rapidly? And, and how does this align with the financial needs of local SMEs and startups, do you think? I think the biggest question for any merchant is always, how do we sell and collect payments, right? And yeah. I think we just spoke to a startup last week. And basically right now for her, everything is done manually, right? So when she needs to collect a payment, she'll manually send a payment link. And when she needs mm-hmm. to make a payment, she will do it from her online banking interface. So right. that works for her right now. And we were talking to her and I was throwing her questions to ask her, what happens then if you do 100 transactions a day, right? Can you cope? Well, maybe you hire two more staff, but Mm. what happens when you have 1,000 transactions a day? Mm. And that's where the question of scale comes into play. How do we scale, Mm. right? Mm -hmm. So our solutions are just beyond payments, right? We are not just about payments, but we also offer disbursements, solutions for running marketplaces, automatic reconciliation, recurring subscriptions, and many more, right? And Mm. then as a startup, you may start in Malaysia, right? Then what's next? You want to move Mm. to your neighbor, Indonesia, you want to move to Philippines, and that's where Zendit makes sense, right? Mm. You Mm. start your journey with us in Malaysia, we will bring you to the other markets that we cover, right? Mm. I mean, it, it kind of makes me think as well of those those SMEs that have scaled super quickly. You know, they've gone from maybe 10 users to 100 users to 1,000 users, like you say. And then you get to that point where there are people who just simply cannot cope doing it manually anymore. And often they do not know where to look. They don't know, do not know who to talk to. You know, and it becomes a very complicated process, and especially when one of them might get sick, somebody isn't on, uh, somebody's on leave, or something like that. All these little mini complications that can have a very simple solution. Correct. Yes. Okay. Okay. Now, um, you have this capacity to process transactions in various uh, Southeast Asian currencies. Now, how do you anticipate this will benefit um, businesses in Malaysia and facilitate that expansion that we've just been talking about into Asian markets? I think it helps streamline cross-border transactions because we support multiple currencies, right? Yeah. And we will enable these businesses to conduct cross-border transactions more efficiently instead of, you know, having to uh, manually handle FX to monitor the market, to take Mm. into account possible risks and losses from such FX changes. So that's where we step in to streamline, reduce the complexity and enhance the overall operational efficiency, right? Yeah. And so, sorry, just, carry on, please. Yep, I'll just add. So, there's also the part where you want to enhance customer experience. So, for these merchants, the ability to accept payment in local currency resonates very well to the customer, right? Yeah. And it yeah. improves the customer experience. So, their customers will not need to think about, you know, the Malaysian currency when they're buying from Indonesia, for example. So, mm. this flexibility helps with customer satisfaction, helps simplify the process, and mm. you know, reduces friction. Mm. And stress when we're thinking about the, the price of the Malaysian ringgit currently. <laughs> um, okay. Um, you've kind of somewhat answered some of some of the stuff that I wanted to talk about, but obviously, I, I just want to rewind a little bit about PayX as well. Um, 
Do you have other uh, potential collaborations, uh, acquisitions, partnerships on the horizon beyond PayX? I mean, I, obviously, there's some things that you probably can't tell me, but maybe you could give me a hint. <laughs> okay. I think uh, we've always been very open and looking into investments, right? Mm. And we have a mission around infrastructure, which including helping other companies to grow. And we've done a lot of investment and we are happy to do more. So if mm. anybody's interested, do reach out. But I think what we are really looking for is the culture, right? And whether it's like-minded and does it fit, right? Mm-hmm. Now, one of the big things, of course, that the, the Malaysian government has been pushing or, or wanting to push uh, and indeed attract are, are unicorns. And um, your mission, I guess, aligns with that of the Malaysian government to accelerate the growth of, uh, let's say, Malaysian-based unicorns. Can you elaborate on some of the initiatives or projects that you guys are undertaking to help support this mission? Yeah, sure. Uh, actually, we are very excited about startups. In fact, uh, our CEO, Moses Lowe, was among the first speakers to share his journey on about Zendit in the 100 Sunicons program by Scale Up Malaysia, uh, together with MDEC and Panjana Capital. Right. So this is a program that's happening right now in Malaysia to mm-hmm. support uh, Malaysia soon-to-be unicorns. Right. Mm-hmm. And as always, we are always on the lookout to engage with local startups and help them to come up with solutions because mm-hmm. um, we know about the other markets and regional and a bit about growing a startup, right? And we are very excited to engage with them. And just to kind of aside to that, um, if people wanted to come to you, at what stage would they have to be? Would they have to be the ideation stage? Would they have to have uh, the MVP stage? Where, where would they need to be to start some kind of conversation? I am happy to engage whichever stage you're in, even from ideation, because we believe that you know giving you feedback, it helps yeah. you to think more like a sounding board. And yeah. then you know, hopefully Zendit can then come in to help solve your payment problems. Right. Because I often hear about, you know, you get to a certain stage. I mean, I speak to VCs, I speak to investors regularly, and m- many of them will not even entertain you unless you have a minimal viable product. You know, they, they want to see that you have the skin in the game. They want to make sure that you, you, you're really kind of focused. Yet, I'm hearing from other people who have a thousand great ideas, yet they don't know who to go and talk to. Are you telling me that these people could, you know, come talk to you guys and just get a kind of sounding board then? Yes, we are always very happy to engage. That's why, you know, uh, we like to participate in such events to be on the ground and talking to people because it then also helps us to identify what's next, what's on the horizon, right? Yeah. So it, it could be something really new that doesn't exist, but then mm-hmm. it may work out, right? Right, great. Okay, final question then, I, I guess, for you is... Um, could you share some of the uh, key lessons or experiences uh, from your expansion into the Philippines that might be guiding some of your strategies here in Malaysia? So this answer will be just what we mentioned just now. It's to really engage with local players and address problems right. that haven't been solved yet. Right. So it could be a new solution that do not yet exist in the market. Right. So I'll just give you an example of a recent engagement. Say you're a FMCG distributor and you have a mm-hmm. few thousand B2B customers on a term basis. So mm-hmm. this may be your mom and pop shop. They will 
will obviously make payments to you and you've mm. given them terms, correct? So they may not pay you a lump sum. They may pay you like a fraction of it, like 200, 300, a uh, few days, on and off, right? So imagine you have a thousand of these B2B customers. How do you then do reconciliation, right? Yeah. Are you going to have a finance accountant person looking at your transaction and trying to yeah. match one by one? Because yeah. the funny story is that we have one uh, customer who told us he has a mom and pop shop who makes payment uh, in chunks of uh, a quarter or one-fifth, and the payment comes from different places. So it could be his personal account, his wife's account, his daughter's account, right? But that's how he's making payments. So how do you then track and reconcile? So this is really a problem that you only realize when you start mm-hmm. engaging with people on ground. And this yeah. is something that Zendit has been doing uh, in Philippines and right now in Malaysia. That's why it's yeah. really important for us to be on the ground and engaging. It doesn't really matter if you're just ideation or startup or you're running a huge distribution business. We believe there are gaps to be filled. And like right. you said earlier, they may not know who to speak to. So, you know, yeah. come speak to us. Okay. I, I kind of lied because I do have one more question up in my head. Just think about it after what you've just said there. Um, and, and this kind of goes back to the idea of mom and pop shops and digitalization. Uh, and this is a kind of off the cuff question, uh, Jason, is have you encountered um, potential clients who really have a fear about going digital because they've always done it a particular way and they feel as though that way has worked? Why then would they sign up for something, a product or whatever that changes the way in which they do things? Have you had those kind of conversations? Yes, I've had. So it's really just getting out of their comfort zone. What they're doing today may not be the most efficient, may not be mm. great, but it's something they've been used to for the past they're number of years. They're right? comfortable, Yes, they're comfortable. Yeah. And it's sort of like a comfort zone. So I think to help them move out from the comfort zone, it's first of all to let them know that this digital initiative is not a Zendit kind of thing. It's really an industry sort of thing that mm. your customers mm. are moving towards digital, right? The market mm. is moving towards digital and there are their peers, right? The bigger companies that are going digital, right? So that helps give them some comfort level as to that this yeah. is not something new, new, but it's new to them, right? And Mm -hmm. I think we then need to demonstrate how does this help them? How does it help them in their daily lives? For example, Mm -hmm. uh, having more digital payments acceptance reduces the need to bank in their cash at the end of the day, right? That makes Mm -hmm. their life more convenient, right? So we just need to give them the exposure to share the stories and to really balance it out for them to come to a decision that this really right. helps to make their life better. Right? Yeah, efficiency uh, efficiency is the way forward. Okay, Jason, thank you very much for your time today. Thank you for having me, Richard. My pleasure. Folks, I've been on the phone with uh, Jason Sue. He is the general manager at Zendit Malaysia. They are a fintech unicorn making waves in Southeast Asia with their simple, swift and secure payment solutions. And if you did miss any part of this show, please download the podcast. Uh, We recommend using the BFM app. It's available in the Apple App Store or Google Play. For Tech Talk, I'm Rich Bradbury on BFM 89.9, The Business Station. listening to a podcast from BFM 89.9, The Business Station. For more stories of the same kind, download the BFM app.